Welcome to The Life Editor. This week we're talking about setting boundaries, using your unique personality to stick to good habits, and guarding your emotional health. Let's go! I'm Sage Grayson, a former book editor turned life coach. I help ambitious career women edit their habits, routines, and mindsets to balance their happiness at work and home. I'm a life editor, and so are you. Okay, I just want to warn you that today's podcast is about my dog, Skyla. I know I talk about her a lot, but she is the sweetest little puppy in the whole wide world, and honestly, I think she has more fans than I do. Anywho, here's what my dog has in common with life editing. About twice a week, Chris and I drop off Skyla at the local doggy day camp. It's similar to daycare for kids, but with less patty cake and more sniffing of butts. Skyla adores the staff there, and her doggy friends all have fun names like Khaleesi, Scooby, and Moose. Now, you might be wondering why Skyla goes into daycare when I work from home and I could take care of her between my client calls. Any of you moms out there who work from home know exactly why I put her in daycare. I need some quiet time to actually get some work done. When Skyla's at camp, she gets to be as rough and feisty as she wants to be. If that means hours of playing catch and climbing on the jungle gym, then she does it. She gets to be a carefree puppy because of boundaries. There are walls keeping her in the play area and another fence around the outdoor park. It's a funny paradox. Boundaries lead to freedom. She can be free because she's safely contained. I certainly can't let her run around like a maniac in our neighborhood. First of all, it's illegal. And second, she could be hit by a car, dog-napped, or eaten by a gator. We live in Florida, so this is a very real possibility. Boundaries might seem like a killjoy, but they're essential if you want to be your truest self. This applies to your life and business, too. See how I brought that back around? When I began coaching my clients years ago, I used to take anyone at any time. I was never off, and it was exhausting. I also used to let people cancel at the last minute, be late with payments, and otherwise walk all over me. Thankfully, I created my own business boundaries in order to protect myself and be the best coach that I can be. I have set business hours, and I'm much more involved and engaged during my client calls. Do you have boundaries in your business? Do you have boundaries in your life? Where could you set some rules so that you can have more freedom? If you have your own business, ask yourself these questions to come up with your business boundaries. Describe your ideal customer in as much detail as possible. What's her personality like? Where does she live? What's her income? What does she value? On the flip side, who do you not work with? What types of personalities do you want to avoid? 
Do you prefer to be paid before or after you deliver your product or service? Do you offer installment plans? What are your business hours? How many hours do you want to work per week? How many vacations do you want to take per year? And what is your system for handling customer orders during that time? Are you available through email? Do your clients get access to your cell phone number? What is an example of an action or behavior that would make you drop a client or customer on the spot? Would you refund her money or not? Next, ask yourself these questions to come up with your life boundaries. How do you want to feel every day? What types of activities, people, or experiences bring about those feelings? And on the other side, what activities or people do you want to avoid? Name three people in your life who make you feel like the best version of yourself. What do those people have in common? Name three people in your life who make you feel bad about yourself or your abilities. What do those people have in common? Are you an introvert, extrovert, or somewhere in between? What boundaries or ways of being support your personality? What type of people, situations, or circumstances are unacceptable in your life? One thing I want you to remember is that we teach people how to treat us. If you let people get away with bad behavior, then they're going to continue to walk all over you. I know some people who allow their in-laws to come over to their house without calling first and just walk in the door. Yeah, that's kind of embarrassing if they were in the shower or having sex. Awkward. But they never spoke up about when the in-laws could or could not visit. What about your day job? Does someone dump their projects on you when you really don't have time to be taking on more work? They do that because you never established boundaries. Setting boundaries in the different areas of your life can seem like a hassle at first. You have to take the time to figure out exactly how you want to live and the things that don't support that way of being. For some of you, this may be the very first time you've considered what you want. But here's why you must set boundaries. Having boundaries means you have standards. You're not going to take whatever scraps the world throws at your feet. You're a human being, and you deserve respect, not just from other people, but from yourself. Boundaries make you a better leader. Your coworkers, employees, kids, and other people want you to take a stand and tell them how you want to be treated. Just think about how unhappy kids are when there are no rules in the household. In fact, the parents who don't establish boundaries are pretty miserable too. Boundaries give you freedom. Use this week to develop some boundaries for your work and life. It'll make you happier than a puppy at the dog park. This week, I'm reading Better Than Before by Gretchen Rubin. If you've been following me for a while, then you know I am a huge fan of Gretchen. 
I haven't reached stalker level yet, but I did meet her at a book signing and acted like a total fangirl. Better Than Before is book number three in her Happiness Project series. In this book, she helps us figure out how we can make and keep good habits. For me, the coolest part of the book was where Gretchen lays out the four tendencies that dictate how we interact with the world. Generally, people fall into one of these categories. Upholders, who respond readily to both outer expectations and inner expectations. Questioners, who question all expectations and will meet an expectation only if they believe it's justified. Obligers, who respond readily to outer expectations but struggle to meet inner expectations. Rebels, who resist all expectations, outer and inner alike. Any guesses as to which of the four tendencies I fall into? (laughs) That's right. I'm an upholder. I find it easy to keep the promises I make to myself and others. Setting goals and checking things off my to-do list is ingrained into my personality. I'm the true definition of a teacher's pet. This is probably why I love Gretchen so much, because she's a fellow upholder. Can you guess what tendency my clients generally are? They're usually obligers who need outside accountability in order to reach a goal or to take action. They also need someone to remind them that it's okay to do something nice for themselves once in a while. This is why we hire coaches. I absolutely positively won't work with rebels. I can't drag you kicking and screaming towards your goals. Anyone who gets a high off of contradicting others or digging in their heels whenever they're giving good advice is not someone I want to be around. Gretchen also dives deep into the excuses we use to break good habits and how we can get back on track again depending on our tendencies. I adore this book, and if you're curious about how you can live your best life without changing who you are, then grab your copy of Better Than Before Today. The easy edit for this week is to unfollow and unsubscribe ruthlessly. I have a love-hate relationship with social media. It's a crucial part of my marketing plan, but seeing endless updates from friends and strangers about how fabulous their lives are makes me feel inadequate. Intellectually, I know that the photos people share are carefully curated to show just the best bits and not the mundane or frustrating aspects of the real world. How come I'm stuck in my office working when everyone else is seemingly lounging on the beach drinking cocktails? Enough of that. I'm through wasting my time subjecting myself to images that reinforce materialism and one-upping each other. Since I can't dump social media completely, I've done the next best thing. I've given myself permission to unfollow and unsubscribe to any person or company that triggers my insecurities. 
You have permission to reclaim your time and protect your mental and emotional health. Because seriously, who has the energy to do your work when you're feeling crappy about yourself? So go ahead and unfollow people on social media and unsubscribe to mailing lists and newsletters. I promise I won't be offended if you need to unsubscribe from my e-zine too. Consider everything that comes across your computer screen. Does this person and her updates give you energy or drain your energy? Does she make you feel better or worse about yourself after viewing her postings? Take this action a step further and unfollow TV series, podcasts, of the month clubs, and anything else you can think of. I used to watch Game of Thrones religiously until I realized that the gory drama was making me anxious and agitated. All of those murders, rapes, and destruction were messing with my happiness level. I stopped watching the TV series last year, and I feel a hundred times better. Your easy edit for this week is to unfollow and unsubscribe ruthlessly. Trust me on this. You won't even miss them. That's it for this episode of The Life Editor. I'm Sage Grayson, and you can always find me at sagegrayson.com. This week, set some boundaries in your life and work. Start a new habit according to your personal tendency and unfollow and unsubscribe to anything that drains your energy. Please remember to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Since this is a new podcast, it's important for me to get reviews so that other people can find me and start editing their lives. And if you have a question or topic I should cover on the podcast, please send an email to sage at sagegrayson.com. What will you edit in your life this week? Until next time, Life Editor.